Myself, Lorcan Mullen, and my co-host, Simon Cross, on this podcast series of Let Me Tell You Something, to delve through all the foot matches that Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has rated five stars or higher. The Meltzer five-star project, and it's going well, and it's been going for a while, but we've still barely scratched the surface. We're back in all Japan, as we were last time, and it's part two of the five-part Kabashi-thon, as Kenta Kabashi teams up with Mitsuhara Masawa and a young young member of their army, Jun Akiyama, to take on their previous partner, Toshiaki Kawada, his new ally, Akira Tawe, and their young Padawan, Yoshinari Ogawa. Uh, five of these six men have all featured in five-star matches before. Jun Akiyama is new to this. Not only is he new to this, he's still relatively new to wrestling. Jun Akiyama has not got more than two years in the ring on his, under his belt. He debuted in 1992, and here we are in July of 1993, and he's already in a five-star match. So it's fair to say this guy's a special talent. Uh, but Simon, what did you think of Jun... Let's start off with Jun Akiyama. What did you think of him going into this? Did he look like a guy who'd only wrestled for about a year? He had like a fresh face look to him. He, he looked like a young person. I, I wouldn't have... Um pegs from what i've seen that he'd been wrestling that little uh no he didn't look he... out of place and he didn't look like he lacked confidence in the ring no no and he certainly um even though he sort of was like portrayed as like the weak link in the sense of he's the one that gets like has a body part targeted throughout the match he he didn't look out of place like you know when they put like a uh, comedy third in who gets like battered like Santino or a Disco Inferno or something like that? No, no, he he, he belonged there. Yeah. So this is the fifth All Japan six man tag, I believe, that's been given five stars. We were unfortunately not able to watch the first one uh, with Tenru, Kawada, Fuyuki, Tsuruta, Fushi, and Yatsu. But we did catch the trilogy of matches that included one of our two, mutual. three mutual five star matches, which was. Misawa Kobashi and Kawada, the Super Generation Army, taking on Jumbo's army of Saruta, Masafushi, and Akira Tawe. So the, the allegiances have switched. Jumbo has unfortunately had to step away from wrestling after a serious illness, and he never comes back quite the same, uh, unfortunately. So this new generation has sort of stepped up a bit earlier than anticipated, and now they are both sides of the thing. So it's... Um, so it's now Ogawa and Akiyama that are the young upstarts, the generation below even. So already they're the they're the established wrestlers, and and Kawada has essentially turned heel at this point to align yeah. himself with his former hated rival Tawe. And the te- again the tearing is clear. Misawa is the top guy on the face team. Kawada's the top guy on the heel team. Yeah. Then it's Kabashi and Tawe, and then it's Akiyama and Ogawa. And it feels very much that. Um... Kawada has sort of evolved. He's sort of gone up a tier. Rather than be babyface three, he's now heel number one. And it shows in like the way that the like obviously the way he wrestles, the way people sell his moves, the general added dickheadedness. Well, he already him. had dickheadedness in him. It was just uh, yeah. less righteous. 
<laughs> I guess it, Kawada's like when he was in Super Generation Army. Sort of how I always like to describe the Sammy, Z- the, the sorry, the El Generico Kevin Steen dynamic. I I should stop comparing Sammy Zayn to El Generico. They're two very different people, uh, different countries of birth for a start. But yeah. anyway, um, it was always. The guy that was... The, the way I kind of described it was like El Generico and by that extension, I guess, Kobashi and Masawa are the guys that are friends with everyone. They just get along with everyone. But the yeah. problem is they've got one friend who can be a bit of a dick. Like at the party, he will start a fight with someone. That's yeah. what Kawada was. And now Kawada's obviously just gone, you betrayed me for the last time. <laughs> but I'm just going to batter everyone now. It's fine. <laughs> but that's the clear dynamic of this match. Is uh, So like like in the previous one, whenever Masawa and Jumbo got into the ring, that was where Sparks started to fly. Whenever Masawa and Kawada got into the ring, and that was only lightly portioned throughout the match, both men had a clear, like, like <clears throat> Kawada in particular was just desperate. Because the story running through this is the Kawa- Masawa and Kawada were child high school friends. It was Masawa that got Kawada to join All Japan. But Kawada has never been able to beat Masawa. Masawa has always been the better man in their rivalry. And it's just driven Kawada insane. And it drives him insane. And he's always trying to... He's as vicious as can be with Masawa. But what I found was really interesting at one point is when Kabashi faces off against Kawada, like we said in the previous match, suddenly Kabashi's like got something to prove against Kawada. Kabashi's desperate to be the one that tops Kawada. So when, so he's facing off with Tawe and it's quite intense. So the thing might be Nogawa. And then Kawada tags in. And Kabashi just goes mental. <laughs> and they just start beating the crap out of each other. It's just a big scalp to get, isn't it? For yeah. But that's the key thing. Just the, the, the key, the, the way the body language works and the exchanging of striking. So it seems like there is a clear defined uh, structure within all Japan's six-man tags which is that ebb and flow backwards and forwards. So there are peril yeah. moments, but it's not it's not a beginning, middle, and end. They, there's a, yeah. there's backwards and forwards. I think like the first person to get targeted is Ogawa. I might be wrong there, um, but like the baby faces will isolate an opponent as often as the heels will. Uh, no, yeah, you are slightly wrong. Ogawa does get targeted later on, but the first person to get hit is John. because um, rib- he tries to stand up to Kawada. But it yeah. doesn't quite work out for him. No, and then his ribs are worked on for a good few minutes. Mm. Um, and that's that's my point, um, to, to hop back to earlier. Like, Jun was portrayed as the weak link in the team, not because he was, like, weak as a wrestler, potentially mm. naive as a wrestler for standing up to Kawada. Mm. Um, well, I think... I he's, he's, the only reason he's a weak... He's really a weak link is because he has a body part that's injured first, if you know what I mean. That's yeah. where the anticipation comes from. It's not like a, even though there is a clear tier structure, yeah. his tag team partners treat him as an equal. And that tier structure is kind of reflected at the start of the match. It starts off with Jun Akiyama against Ogawa and then like Tawei tags in and then very quickly Kabashi tags in and they square off and then Kawada tags in and Masawa tags in. So it's like, these are your defined rivals going into this match. And um, and it sort of gives you that idea of who's the weak, you know, who could get pinned if one person gets isolated, they're the one in trouble. It's like, say, Akiyama gets isolated, then Nagawa gets isolated. And it's interesting, even though I am saying they're the face, Misawa's team of the face team, Kawada's team of the heel team, there's no real difference in the level of viciousness both teams go at their, like, weak yeah. opponents. Like, Kabashi and Misawa and Akiyama are, are as brutal to Ogawa as the heel, the, the 
de facto heel team were to Akiyama. Yeah, well, it comes from contempt, doesn't it? I mean, like this this has been a battle we've seen in like various different incarnations for quite some time. And then you add the contempt of your high school friend just basically going, fuck you, I'm going to try and batter you however I can now because I'm sick of this. So, like, yeah. th- there are layers to it, you know, yeah. and it's... Especially when the matches break down because it's yeah. like two points where it just comes all out on a rated carnage and it just seems like everyone's boiling over and everyone's, like, going after that the other team's king kind of the way. They just want a chance to, like... Yeah, everyone, yeah, it's... like. Everything seems to have a purpose, even in the chaos. And they're just trying to get their shots. And there's a great moment when the referee's trying to get Misawa away. Uh, like, um, like he's holding Misawa back, and Kawada takes that moment to hit and then to Misawa's face. Yeah. It's probably the close thing to an out-and-out heel move. But yeah, the Pier 6 brawl was really interesting. And then Kabashi gets in trouble, and he gets worked over for a long time. And when he does tag out, that really is presented as a hot tag. Like... Kobashi does slowly crawl over to the corner to get Misawa in, and the crowd goes crazy for that. Um, what I want to ask now, so Fushi and Jumbo have been replaced by Akiyama and Ogawa. Does that seem like an even swap to you? Well, <sighs> Fushi was king shithouse. Yeah, uh, and Ogawa doesn't have much in the way of shithousery. He's noticeably smaller, yeah. but he doesn't have that little prickishness to him. There's not there's not really much of anything to Ogawa. He's perfectly competent in what he does, but this is the second five-star match he's in where I can barely remember much of anything that he does. Yeah, and on Jun's side, Jun, again, did a really great job, but he just didn't have Jumbo's presence or jumbo well, or jumbo's ability to just absolutely fucking launch someone halfway be, into space to be fair akiyama isn't taking jumbo's role kawada's no. taking jumbo's role yeah um but you said like for like you i know, know what I, mean? I, I guess what i'm saying is like if you were to pull if you were to rate all their talents out of a out of 10 and give it a hundred score the scores on both team have gone down slightly yes yes i agree there um but that's there's still like it's not a slight. Maybe the four of maybe at least three of the best wrestlers in the world in that in the ring at this time. Yeah, and I on, on one side I'm taking out like someone who's been an established name for years and replacing him with someone with less than two years in ring experience. So it's not the fairest of comparisons if you yeah. see what. But yeah, it's, it it follows it follows that well organized structure within chaos being there as well. It's like structured chaos as opposed to like the early days of the chaotic brawls like the Sheep Herders and the Fantastics or the Funks against Brody and, Brody and Hanson. Yeah. I think they know what they're doing at every time. Everyone knows they're rock... They understand what everyone else is supposed to be doing too whereas it's just kind of Hanson going in and going, I'm going to hit you and Terry <laughs> going, oh alright, well I guess I've got to hit you too now. Is that yeah. what we're doing now? Alright. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Akiyama does great. I remember there's a point when he, when he tags in like uh, after Masao's done his hot tag, he tags in and he tries his best but gets overwhelmed. And that's his role, to be overwhelmed at this yeah. point. And he tries to take all three of them on, but each time, like, each three of them tag in to to, uh, to go after him. And he fights at both, all of them, but each three of them overwhelm him. Yeah. Like, he um, scraps and he scraps, but he just can't get there. But then Kabashi tags in and hits top rope tackle... And then he does his multi-chops on Tawei in the corner. What do you think of that spot where he's just sort of slapping 
the chest and the other guys just sort of have to stand there and take it. I mean, at least Rick gave you breaks between chops. <laughs> Kabashi is just like hammering you into oblivion. Kojima does that now, Satoshi Kojima. Have you ever seen that botchamania where this guy is trying to react to each individual chop? <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's, nah. What you got to do is just stand there and take it. Yeah, and then just wince. Just hold one wince. Mm. Like, don't try and, hold, like, you know, move around all the time. Uh, I don't have much more to say here. That the again, they build up to that key move, which is um, uh, Kabashi going for the moon salts. Mm. Uh, Misawa charges Kawada when Kabashi's going for the moon salts. It's like Misawa knows this is our chance, and then but that sparks off a brawl. But then Kabashi goes for a moonsault again, and and Misawa again has to hold back Kawada, and there's the three counts. Um, Do you have any more notes in the match, or should we go to our... Um, The only note I've got is some of the delayed vertical suplexes we saw were beautiful. There's There's pure strength of these men. Yeah, the suplexes are really good. There's just suplexes and lariats flying all over the place at various points. Yeah. I mean, like, they really get to show off their athletic prowess as well. It's it's quite something. So, to the match itself, it follows the structure well, but it didn't match up to the Super Generation Army Jumbo's Army matches, especially yeah. the second one. Yeah. Um, it does it as well, but it just, it you know, Fushi and... Saruta offered something that was lacking in this. Ogawa didn't bring anything to it like Fushi did. Akiyama brought a different kind of story in there. Yeah, and he executed it very well. But, but he, you know, there was just something about Jumbo in those six-man matches. He it just it was a bit magical. It, it felt like a battle of importance between these two factions. Whereas now hmm. it's I think Masawa Kabashi and Akiyama, they don't identify as like the Super Generation Army. I know Akiyama and Kabashi were in a group called Burning, but I don't know if that's what they were at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> so it seems like it's more just a loose collection of people on either side. Like the Holy Demon Army is the tag team, but Misawa and Kabashi are like a superstar tag team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was there was more importance. This was like this seemed more integral to the Misawa. Saruta rivalry. Yeah. This match felt to the Masawa Kawada rivalry. Yeah. It, it's a little bit, not to underplay it a little bit, but it's sort of like when, uh, like, the Shield or um, fought Team Helno and Ryback. It's like Ryback doesn't really need, like, he's, it, they're not a full fledged team. They're just, it's just, yeah, they but, just have that, a common enemy. Tells, yeah, but that tells a good story in itself that of how special the Shield were. It does. Um, and that was the story of showing the Shield teamwork, whereas this was just three, two good trio tag teams facing off, and and who can who can get the win? But yeah. it isn't like a key victory in an overriding war that affects all of the people involved. No, you're right. Basically, in Lord of the Rings terms, we, we've seen battles like Helm's Deep, but this is just like a skirmish with some orcs. <laughs> that seems like we're underplay. Like, it's obvious that it was important to Masara and Kawada, but the previous match, the previous matches felt important to Kabashi and Saruta. They felt important to Kabashi and Fushi. This match didn't seem like it was important to Akiyama or Ogawa. 
Yeah, it's like when you watch Huawei. To be honest, it's like um, I'm going to like alienate some foreign listeners here potentially. Um, it's like when uh, Crystal Palace played Brighton. It's like it's a derby to them, but no one else in the country seems to recognise <laughs> it as a derby. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, we'll we'll, we'll leave that. <laughs> the most baffling derby in football. We hate Brighton. We don't know why. <laughs> it's sort of near <laughs> Croydon and Brighton. Oh, <laughs> see if they called it the Gatwick Express Derby, it would be like you know, it's <laughs> more accurate if nothing else. So anyway, uh, I, I don't want to denigrate this too much. This is a good half-hour tag to you know. There's nothing goes wrong. Everyone plays their roles well, except maybe Ogawa. Yeah, uh, but Ogawa's perfectly fine. He just doesn't offer anything memorable to this match. Yeah, I, I think. Broad, I think, without wanting to put words into your mouth, we're broadly on the same page uh, with the key question here. So let, let's get to it. Uh, Lorcan, would you rate this five stars? No, no. I've given that pretty much click because I didn't give two of those other matches five stars. And I'm saying all three of them were better. Probably, well, I wonder if they would be, if I would consider them better, all of them better, if I'd seen this match first. Mm. And I really got to enjoy this the structure of an all Japan six man. True. So maybe maybe like um, familiarity it doesn't breed contempt, but maybe it breeds complacency. And I'm just like, oh, this is only an exceptionally good match. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Which is a trap we can, like, which is a trap where we could potentially fall into throughout well, this. You know, but we're we're having the wrestling equivalent of caviar all year round. Yeah. So we just got to try and maybe maybe we need to watch like um uh, as uh, an Evad Sullivan match every once in a while to give us a sense of perspective. Well, we have talked about um watching all the minus five yes, star matches. That might be something that we And maybe do. if we pepper them in as palate cleansers. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> might be an idea. But anyway, uh um, next... to... sorry just to like confirm which I think that which i think pretty much everyone already knows no i don't think this oh, is five yeah, star well, you know it's just yeah. given. i think you'll need to just start like a klaxon or something when you're not gonna when you are gonna give five stars to something All but right. will that be the very next match because we are getting to see a full-length kenta Kabashi singles match it's only a couple of weeks later it's still july of 1993 and kenta is facing you could almost say the final boss no not walter but Stan Hansen, when I told you that was one of the matches we were covering soon, so you actually genuinely were excited just at the concept of it. I, I was, um, and I, I, as I say, I am very much looking forward to it. I believe this is the first singles match for Stan Hansen to get five stars. Might be the only one, actually. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. Have a quick look now. I'm yes, not... it's actually the last Stan Hansen match that we'll be covering. Ah, okay, so he's yet to speak a bit about Stan as well. Mm, we'll have to. Um, so yeah, until then, Simon, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, people can get in touch with me on Twitter, where I'm so known as Simon Cross Free. Uh, so known because for the third time, well, more than the third time, I've forgotten to think of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Two sex. Okay, I'm so I'm known on Twitter as Simon Cross. I'm, ah, fuck me. People can get in touch with me on Twitter where I'm Simon Crossfree. So known for the amount of minutes that Jun's ribs were worked over at the start of the match for and beyond. 
How can people get in touch with you? Laura? People can get in touch with me on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Let's Boxed, all those things. Just look for Lorcan Mullen. That's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A-N-N as if it were Lorcan. That's my... And you put an at gmail.com at the end of that, then that's also my email address. And if you put at gmail.com to pod, you get the, the podcast's email address as well. Yeah. Please get in touch with us. We want some more correspondence to talk about for our top ten ma- episodes and uh, our alternate five-star matches. And you can please get in touch with us with more thoughts on... Maybe maybe we've got some Ogawa defenders out there that feel like I've been utterly out of order with what I've I will say his tights were class. They were. They kind of reminded me of Shawn Michaels' uh, tights from this era. Yeah. It was white with like red splotches all over the place. Yeah, for me it was like more when the bar wear their like weird coloured camo. But I, mm. I get where you're coming from. But anyway, until then, my name's Lorcan Mullen. My name's Simon Cross. Thank you for letting us tell you something. Have a five star time. Until the next time. <laughs>